This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Collectible card trading platform Alt raises $75 million as it eyes other asset categories and preps its mobile launch. By Greg Komparek. When we last checked in with Alt back in March, it had just raised $31 million for its alternative asset platform, a platform thus far used primarily by those looking to research, trade, and securely store high-value sports cards. Just a few months later, the company has raised a $75 million Series B from a roster of top investors and pro athletes, made big hires, and is prepping to launch its mobile app, all while it starts to expand the scope of the alternative assets it covers. While Alt's initial focus was sports cards, a category that founder Lior Avidar knows quite well, it has recently expanded to support other types of trading cards. Poke around its exchange and you'll already find first edition Charizards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the mix with rare Kobe and autographed Kaepernick cards. In time, they're looking to expand beyond cards and into other alternative assets. Our goal is to be in things from sneakers to watches to NFTs, Avidar tells me, referring to sports cards as their proof point. To sell a card on Alt, its condition must first be judged by one of the already well-established grading groups, PSA, BGS, or SGC, then sent to Alt's Vault, a light-controlled, temperature-controlled, fire-protected facility that the company casually refers to as the Fort Knox of cards. Once there, ownership can be instantly transferred from buyer to buyer, with Alt taking a 1.5% cut on each sale. By default, purchased cards stay in the vault. Owners are free to have their cards pulled from the vault and shipped to them, but Avidar tells me that 99% of cards stay in the vault after a transaction. They're mostly buying these cards as investments, not to put on display. I'm also told that Alt users have stored over $70 million worth of cards in the vault so far. Alt shares much of the data it has on cards. Its market trends page charts out which categories have proven most popular in recent weeks and highlights the players whose cards have seen the biggest shifts in value over the last seven days. Individual listings show the prices a given card has sold for over the last year and offer up an alt value, a Zestimate style worth estimate, based on all of the recent transaction data alt has access to. Alt's team is growing pretty quickly, with Avidar noting that the company currently sits at around 60 employees. Notably, it recently hired Nicole Colombo, previously eBay's GM of collectibles and trading cards, as its first president. Next up on the company's roadmap, launching its mobile app. After spending its life thus far in the browser, Alt says its iOS and Android apps should launch later this month. There are two pictures of the mobile app in the text version of this article. 
Meanwhile, the company is quietly exploring a new source of revenue, loaning users money with loans backed by the cards said user has stored with Alt. Avidar points out that banks generally won't consider things like sports card collections as real collateral. Alt, meanwhile, has a pretty deep understanding of just how much any given card is worth from day to day, and as the cards are in Alt's vault, they can assume said cards aren't going to just disappear or suddenly get damaged. Calling the program Alt Lending, the team notes that it's currently in beta and only open to select users for now. The company tells me this round was raised at a valuation of over $325 million. The round was led by Spearhead, a new type of fund co-created by Jeff Fagnan and Naval Ravikant. We profiled Spearhead. A link to that article is in the text version of this article. And backed by 776, Vibe Capital, Briar Capital, Shrug Capital, Apollo Projects, Max and Sam Altman's firm, not our new corporate overlords of a similar name, Hyperguap, A, and a number of individual investors, including a few huge names in sports like Tom Brady, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Alex Morgan, Candice Parker, and Marlon Humphrey. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.